Where were you one year ago? I asked that question because on the day that this episode goes live, it will be December 31st, 2020, New Year's Eve. And I can say without a doubt, people are more excited to enter the new year, to enter 2021, than they were last year to enter the new decade. As we all know, 2020 has been quite a year. And all of this, everything about the excitement or the feelings around 2020, it's all very fresh in my mind because I just led my community through what I call Power Sheets Prep Week. So for those of you who don't know, Power Sheets is an intentional goal-setting planner that I use. And it can feel a little overwhelming for people who are new to the planner. And so every year, whether you have it or not, I take you through what they call the pre-work. It's all of this amazing stuff in the beginning of the goal planner that helps you set intentional goals, leading you all the way to choosing your theme or your word of the year. And so I guide people through that live in my community. In fact, you can hop in to the All in Entrepreneur and see the videos. But we were talking about everything, what worked and why, what didn't work and why, what do you want to say yes to in 2021, what do you want to say no to, who are you great for, what support got you through the year, what support is needed for the next year, all kinds of deep dives and analysis into this year and what that means for next year. And many of you are finding that you're not exactly where you thought you would be at the end of 2020. And that's going in two different directions or actually a million different directions. But the spectrum is something like this. It's I'm way further ahead than I could have ever anticipated being in a year like 2020. And for others, it's I am so much farther behind than I thought I would be at the end of 2020. So as you ask yourself that question, where were you one year ago, you're probably going to have a similar feeling. You're either way further ahead than you were this time last year and even more along than you thought you would be given everything we've had to face with 2020, or you're feeling behind. And although I really believe, I truly, truly believe that you are exactly where you need to be, I understand that feeling. And so I'm going to speak in that language because I know that that's how many of you are viewing the year. But why? Why do some of you, why do some business owners in general feel Like they just had the best year of their business or their lives even, while others are feeling like they're really struggling and like they're not able to keep up. What is it that was different for the businesses that are showing up and saying 2020 was an incredible year? And I'll tell you, it's not just luck. Yes, some industries got hit a little harder than other industries with everything that happened in the economy in 2020. And yes, there were different individual situations and different family circumstances. But I'm not speaking to individual situations. This is pulling the lens back, being a little more broad, a little more general. And so I had this discussion with my clients. I had this discussion with members of the mastermind group that I run, the Six Figure CEO Mastermind, to say, if you're further along, if you're further ahead, or even if you're not, like, why? What is going on? What what is happening with your mindset, your strategy? And we had a really robust and engaged conversation. And a couple of things came up. The first, like, little side note I want to say No matter what, look at where you were a year ago. Look at where you were two years ago. Look at where you were 
three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. And I say do this because when you're looking just over 2020, it was an unusual year. It was a year full of just a variety of things that we've never had to encounter before and hopefully won't have to encounter again, at least not in this kind of way. And while everything I do believe moved society forward in some kind of way, it was a lot. It was really overwhelming. But I digress. (laughs) I say that when you look over this one year, it could potentially feel defeating to you. But that's not what I want. I want you to look and see five years ago, where were you? Because it can really feel like it takes a long time for something to happen. It can feel like it's taking forever for you to get to where you want to be. But when you look at where you were one year, two years, three years, five years ago, you're going to see just how far you've come. And I think that that can be so motivating. But then the question comes back to the same question that I talked with my clients about. Why? What allowed you to go from where you were to where you are? What allows you to continue to move from where you are to where you want to go? So I want to focus on a conversation that I had with some of the members of the mastermind group that I run called the Six Figure CEO Mastermind. And we were talking all about what had happened in business this year, the successes, the wins, the things that were challenging. And What comes up often in these kinds of conversations is the question of, well, how did you do it? So someone might have a success or a win that they're celebrating, and it can be so easy to go, how did you do that? But I took the conversation and I flipped it. And I said, let's stop asking how it happened. Because somebody's way, their process, the actual steps and actions and strategy that they took to get somewhere may or may not be the right fit for you. Often it's not the right fit. Copying the strategy and copying the way someone did something may not work in the same way for your business. In fact, often doesn't because you're not them. Your business is not theirs. So I'm not a huge fan of how did you do it, but I'm a big fan of the question, what was your mindset around that? Because I believe that we can take on the mindsets of others. That's what enables us to take on the habits of others, those bigger ways of showing up and being that allow all of the different actions to fall into place. So we were talking about this right around the successes and where their business is right now as we approach the end of 2020. And I asked them, what was the mindset? Not the strategy. What was the mindset that allowed you to have the success that you're sharing? And I decided to hit the record button so that you can meet some of these incredible women from my mastermind. And more importantly, you can hear these mindsets that allowed them to have great success in this year, in 2020, in a year of all of the buzzwords here, uncertainty, chaos, uh, the unknown, of sadness, of stress, of change, of pivoting, of all kinds of things, right? But they all still were able to realize success, and they're going to share with you the mindset that allowed for that. But then I had them share something else because mindsets are great, but I want you to be able to take that lesson, that mindset, and employ it in your own life. I mean, my business isn't called Rita Made Me Do It (laughs) for nothing, right? 
So I want you to be able to step into these mindsets yourself. So these women also shared, and I think this is the most important part, how you can step into the mindset that they're telling you in a tangible way. They shared exercises or books or journal prompts and more to allow you to actually practice that mindset, to embody it, to become it in a way that will allow you to realize results in your business the same way that they did. And I'm also going to end the episode by sharing three mindset shifts that can change the entire game for you and the trajectory of your business and your life. So I hope that you'll stick around, that you have your journal out, that you're going to write some of these down, some of the exercises behind it, because you really can have everything that you want. And I just can't wait to share these lessons and these practices and these incredible women with you on this episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. All right, let's dive in. I am so excited. You are just going to hear me speaking with, like I said, I was leading a session of my mastermind, the Six Figure CEO Mastermind. We were having a conversation and I said, hold up, (laughs) I have to bring this to more people. So I hit record. The audio may not be the best quality audio because I was not anticipating using these recordings really for the podcast. So instead, I just kind of got everybody on Zoom, hit record and wanted to see where it would go. And that's what you're going to hear. So Each woman, uh, this is not all the members of the mastermind. These are only a few who were able to make it to that session, but um, they're all going to introduce themselves to you, tell you what their business is, and then you're going to hear a little conversation around the mindsets that allowed them to experience success this year and how you can put these into practice. So I hope you enjoy listening. I hope you enjoy meeting these women. And remember, at the end, I'm going to come back and I'm going to share with you Three mindsets that I believe that if you embody, if you really take on and make your own, will lead you to bigger success than you could imagine. I'm going to tell you how you can do it. Now, if you want to know more about these women, they're all listed in the show notes. If you want to know more about the Six Figure CEO Mastermind, you can check that out. It's in the show notes. The next round starts in March. So if you want to get on the wait list to get information about that, if there are spots open, please feel free to do that. Reach out to me or to my team, support at readamimidoit.com if you have any questions about that. And of course, any books or podcasts or anything that are mentioned by any of the incredible women will also be in the show notes. So sit back, but take notes, and I hope you enjoy these women just as much as I enjoy working with them. Hey, Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell everybody about you and your business? 
Well, hello, everyone. I'm Lisa Nichols with Terra Strategies, a social media marketing and management company. I work with small businesses that struggle to get the clients they want and generate the revenue they need to implement a social media strategy so that they become known as leaders in their industry, signing clients with ease and allowing them to build a profitable business. I like profit and I like signing clients with ease and I definitely like generating visibility. Um, And I know that you've really done that over your participation in the Six Figure CEO Mastermind. How long have you been participating in the Mastermind? Since the start. So I'm not sure how many years. It's been several years, but I was Several years, several years. So uh, for this year specifically, I'd like to ask you, what do you think the biggest or what do you think a mindset shift was? that allowed for the biggest success or the biggest growth in your business in 2020? What was that shift? Well, this shift, I've known about it, but I think this year I really embraced it. And for me, it was the shift into knowing that I'm the leader of my business and that I embraced stepping into a leadership role rather than a worker role. So you mean like that you're, you own a business and you're not the business? Is that kind of what we're talking about? Yes, that I, yes. I like that. I like being the CEO of a business. And we know what it, what it's like at the beginning though, to get all wrapped up in your business, to feel like you are the business. You have to be everything in your business. It can feel really difficult then to separate yourself from that and go, wait, how do I actually lead a business as opposed to feel like I am the business? So if you can give people listening one action, one tip, one thing that they could do so that they could step into that mindset of, wait a minute, I run a business, I'm not the business. What would that tip be? There's a lot of tips where you can do this, but I think my favorite one is to look at your business on a daily basis and ask what it needs from you every single day and do that thing. And that so requires- like, like literally saying, what does my business need from me today? Literally, like looking at the big picture of your business and your vision and saying, what does it, my business need from me in order to move towards that vision and doing that one thing every day? Cool. I like it. What if that's not what you need today? <laughs> put you on the spot, right? It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. I put her on the spot, everybody. But like one thing that I will add to Lisa, because I love that question. What does my business need from me today? I would ask, and what do I need from me today? And how can you kind of reconcile? Like your business may need you to get very visible that day and you may want to just hide. So it's like my business needs for me to be visible, but I need to take a nap after I do that Facebook Live or something like that, right? So it's like really realizing that it may be at odds, but there's a way that you can coexist with giving your business what it needs and giving you what you need. So I love that, Lisa. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to your 2021. Well, thank you. And I'm going to say, like, I was going to say, yeah, suck it up and do it anyway, and then do what you need to do to take care of yourself. So that was (laughs) a different way to say it. But yes, that's the same. I like your way too. That's awesome. Cool. Thank you. Miss Becky Upchurch, thank you for being here. Why don't you tell everybody about your business and what you do? All right. So I am Becky Upchurch, and I am a clarity and mindset coach and the CEO of Higher Good Coaching. And I help professional women who feel unfilled discover what lights them up, how to get it, and how to get out of their own way so they can create lives they love and experience joy every day. I like that. I'm going to ask you one question. Like, what do you think a big block is when it comes? Because there's so many people I know who are living life on autopilot and feel like it's good enough, right? But like, 
they also are lack like there has to be more there needs to that that's just something that's so common what do you think the biggest obstacle is to them actually having that feeling of fulfillment is that is it that they're not clear with what they want to do is it like what or is it just that they're too scared to do the thing like in your experience what have you found has been the biggest block to that lack of fulfillment i think the two biggest things that i think get in the way are fear and kind of the expectation that we shouldn't go after the things that we want so either thinking i'm not going to be able to achieve this or thinking this isn't necessarily what i should be doing and focusing on the shoulds rather than the things that we're really passionate about and really want to go after oh so true so true so i love that so for them the biggest mindset shift that they can have is like, I don't have to do anything, right? Letting go of the should and really stepping into allowing themselves to step into that clarity. So I'm first of all, how long have you been participating in the Six Figure CEO Mastermind? So this is my first round of the masterminds. Yes. And so as, as you participated as a Six Figure CEO in this round of the mastermind, for you, what has been a mindset shift that has allowed for the biggest growth in your business? So the biggest mindset shift that I have had this year is looking at support through the lens of being a business investment rather than a business expense. Oh, oh I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So for people, because we know that a lot of business owners struggle with this, right? Any money out the door feels so, so scary, especially at the beginning of your business, especially before you're making the money that you want to make. So what is something that someone can do to step into this idea, right? To make it easier for them to view getting support in their business as an investment without like, feeling so overwhelmed by doing it? What would you suggest to someone that could make it easier for them to start embracing that mindset that it's not an expense, it is an investment? So I think that this is something where they just need to be willing to take the leap and step out and hire that person. Um, I imagine that most of the people in this situation, there is a person in mind, whether it be a team member, whether it be a coach, some other type of support that they need, that they know that they need but they've just been afraid to move forward and take the leap. So they just need to get out of their own way and realize that this is an investment and that the sooner they start investing in their business, the sooner they'll be able to start seeing the results that they want. I like it. And like one thing that I I could add to that would be, you know, whatever you're out there, like it's even a sentence, right? That you could write down. It's like, after I make $5,000 in my business, then I can hire an assistant, right? And instead change that sentence to, until I hire an assistant, I can't make $5,000 in my business. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, once I blank, then I can blank. Change the sentence to, until I blank, I can't blank, right? It's the opposite. It's a thing that you're waiting on. So like, I love that, like really realizing it's not the thing that you get after. It's the thing that makes the thing possible. Does that make sense? Did I make sense? Did make sense? Yes, 100%. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And I look forward to everything that's coming your way in 2021. Thank you. Yes, I'm very excited. Okay. Hi, Leah. How are you? I'm so glad that you're here today. Why don't you let everybody out there listening know who you are, what your business is all about? Rita, thank you. Um, I'm Leah Hadley. I'm the founder of Watch Her Thrive. I help women who stay up worrying about money all night long um, to grow their savings and accumulate wealth so that way they can really live comfortably and securely the way they want to live their life. 
comfortably and securely. I like security. I'm a big one for financial security, so I co-sign on that. So how long have you been participating? It feels like you've been participating forever in my mastermind, but I think this is only your first round, right? It is only my first round, yes. All right. Well, I am. you have really embraced the six-figure CEO, the multiple six-figure CEO, the seven-figure CEO mentality. So I'm curious for you, what was a mindset shift that you had this year that really allowed for growth in your business? Um, an important one that I struggled with for a long time had to do with my attitude about sales. And I really embraced that sales can feel comfortable and it can feel natural. Um, and it doesn't have to be off-putting, but that's something I've struggled with for a long time. That it's not like a, a sleazy like thing, but that it's like a good thing that feels nice and feels good. So I'm curious, how were you able to do that? Or if you were telling people who are listening, going, Leah, uh-uh, no way, like sales feels gross. It feels icky. I don't like it. I feel like I'm forcing people. Like, What would be something that you would tell them that they could do to step into that concept, to, to experience that same shift of, Wow, or at least a piece of that shift of, wow, this doesn't have to feel like that. This can feel really good and exciting. So for me, it was really getting clear on how I could best support my clients. And when I really got clear on the solution, it was just naturally serving my clients, which I love to do. And so it started to feel really good. So getting clear on how to best help them and support them um, made that an easy shift. I love that. I was actually talking to your fellow co-masterminder, Lisa Nichols, a little earlier, and we talked about this a little bit offline, but like the minute you switch your perspective from sales to service, right? That's really, it's like, it's not about getting the sale. It's not about signing the customer. It's not about, it's about there's somebody that's struggling with a problem. How can I help alleviate, eliminate that problem for them. And the minute that you start just saying, there's a way that you don't have to feel that pain anymore. There's a way that you can solve that problem. It just changes your whole focus. True. Exactly. Absolutely. I like it. Service, not sales by Leah. That's your book. I like it. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a great new year and I am looking forward to everything coming your way in 2021. Thank you. Hi, Deborah. I'm so excited to have you here today. I always love hearing your takeaways. But before we jump into that, why don't you tell everybody out there listening who you are and what your business is, what what you do? Well, thank you, Rita, for having me. I always enjoy having our conversation. So I'm Deborah Myers, CEO of VirtuArt, and I work with companies who highly value their clients and customers, but struggle with finding the time to develop deep and meaningful relationships with these clients and customers and to implement a client appreciation strategy so that they can create customer loyalty generate more referrals and increase profitability with ease. I love it. Like, I think that relationships are so important. I'll say even I struggle with that this year, this year, I think in my business more than others. And, and given that it's the year of COVID, you would think it would have maybe been a little bit easier, but I will say it can be hard to stay up on all the milestone dates on on all the celebrations on all the anniversaries on wanting to get everything out of, you know, getting it all done. And like, then you feel so bad. Like, Oh, I wanted, I wanted to celebrate my client. I wanted to get this out. And then you feel like it's too late. And then, uh, you know, then maybe your clients do feel a little like neglected or, you know, so I totally understand the importance of this. this is definitely 
on my radar for Q1 of 2021, I will say. So I am curious though, what, like, how long have you been participating in the Six Figure CEO Mastermind? I have been in the Mastermind group from the very beginning. Lisa, Lisa Nichols, my um, (laughs) colleague in the Mastermind and I have been together from day one. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Okay, cool. So we heard from Lisa earlier, but I'm curious for you, what is a mindset shift that you had in 2020 that really opened the door for growth in your business? So I think the biggest mind shift for me this year was the realization that what I do today will be reflected in my business 90 days from now. That's one of my favorites. I'm so glad you brought that up, right? Because I can, especially around this time of year, right? It's so easy to hear people say, you know what, Rita, it's the holidays. It's the end of the year. Like, I'll just start that in January. I'll get to that later. I'll do that after X. I'll do that. And like what people just really don't get is the fruit of your labor really doesn't even start showing for 90 days from the date you started taking action. And I mean like, right. So then it's like, Oh, if you keep waiting, then it's like, can you really wait 90 days from the data? So I'm so glad you, I love that one. I'm so glad you brought it up. So what, well, I'm just going to say two things. So as you may have remembered in my, in, in previous rounds. So I was the one who basically took January off because my one of my busiest times of the year has been the, you know, the holidays. So I would just take January off for at least the first two weeks. And then of course, by the time I got, I got back into it, it would take me a while to get the momentum back. And so really I would have lost the first six weeks or half of the first quarter. So that's, you know, one, one time, but COVID with this year with COVID, it would have been very easy to say, I can't do anything. I just, I, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. So I can't do anything. And I kept remembering, cause you have said this over and over again. And so from the moment that I realized that this was COVID was not a short-term thing, I started to take action constantly remembered that if I didn't do anything, not knowing what was going to happen, but if I didn't do anything, my business would not move forward or um, even stay the same, you know? So no, it was, that was for me, the biggest mind shift this year. Yeah, no, I love it. It's, I really do think it's so easy to hear and understand like, okay, I get it. Like if I wait until the middle of January, end of January, I'm postponing my results by, you know, 30 days and I'm postponing my results by, okay, fine. 90 days from the date I actually show up. But in practice, it can be really hard because it feels like, well, it's just three more weeks or it's just four. So what is something that someone can do who is out there going, but Deborah, you don't understand. I have children and I have things and I have people and places and time things and I have all of this stuff. And so it's going to be better after all of this stuff has passed for me to start then, what is something that people can do so that they're not constantly waiting to do the things that will ultimately get them the results? Because that just leaves them feeling like I'm never going to see the results. Well, so part, part of it is there's never the perfect time. Okay. There's always going to be something that happens, you know, either in your business or in your life that can stop you from taking action. So, so the first thing is don't there, 
you're waiting until you will wait until forever because there's not the perfect, there's not ever going to be the perfect time. The second thing is, and I had this too, is you become overwhelmed with everything. And so you, what I do is, and and this year, I mean, I, I moved, I sold houses, I've done a whole lot, but I have to say that coming into the end of the year, this, it looks like this could be the best year I've had yet in my business. And I've made, and this year I've made some, you know, major evolutions. I'm not going to say, you know, pivots, but evolutions in my business, but I did at least one thing every single day. And it didn't have to be a major neck, a bold action, but it was just doing that one step because ultimately it's going to take a lot of steps to accomplish your goal. But if you don't take one and it can be just a baby step, then you're, you're not that, that much closer to accomplishing. So for me, no matter how much I had going on, and I'll tell you, there were days that I just was, you know, stressed out to the max, but it was, I have to do at least one thing for my business day. I love that. I call that like kind of the 1% mentality, which is it doesn't have to be everything. It's just, what can I do today that moves me 1% forward, right? 1% more, you know, towards what I want than where I was yesterday. Just one thing, one tiny action. It can be writing something down. It can be ordering something. It can be sending an email. It's like, and after you do that thing, cool, you're done and you can totally take the rest of the day off, right? And and do whatever you need to do. But like, let's always just get in the habit of doing one tiny thing. If you can just get in the habit of that for 90 days, even you will find that you will be taking action all of the time in your business every day. Without, I know people are like, but I don't want to work on the weekend and I don't want to work on the, on the holiday. And I, but it can literally just be writing something down on a piece of paper, an idea, some sentences, a concept for content you want to put out, just sending a text to somebody and saying, how are you? I just wanted to touch base. Like that's it. Get in the habit of like doing that every single day and you'll see great results. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to watch what's coming up for you in 2021. I'm excited for you. Hi, Ronna Lynn. Thank you so much for being here on my podcast. I'm so excited to hear from you today. But before I just dive into all of the goodness, why don't you tell everybody listening who you are and what you do? Thank you, Rita. Longtime listener to your podcast. I'm excited to be here, everyone. I'm a listener, first time caller. Thank you. <laughs> That's Thank right. You. <laughs> I love it. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Ronalyn Wentz. I'm the owner of Clark Virtual Business Solutions. I am an, uh, an online business manager, OBM. I help, um, I help entrepreneurs who feel overwhelmed by all there is to do in their business step out of the day-to-day operations and get into their zone of genius so they can enjoy their business again and get their time back. I love that. We get it, right? Because at the beginning, we definitely want to do everything. And we feel like in 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 a way, we kind of need to, to understand like what's going on in our business. But then I remember the day that my business was working and succeeding and I was getting clients and I, and I fell into what I was kind of talking to one of your mastermind sisters about earlier, that concept of, well, once I blank, then I can blank. So it was like, oh, well, here I am so busy, but I'm struggling to like break the $5,000 a month mark in my business. But you know, after I do that, then I can get 
my assistant who will help me with like X hours a month. And I finally had to own up to my own thought process, which was like, wait a minute, until I get this assistant, I'm probably never going to break this barrier and start generating the revenue I want because I'm not doing it. Like I'm not generating it and I'm full out. I maxed out. Right. And I, you know, that I believe that Business is about living a life you love, supporting the life you love. And if you're burning the candle at both ends, trying to run your business and grow your business and then do all the work in your business, you're not going to have much time left for like living your life. So I love what you do. I think it's super important. And I think that could just be the mindset. Like we're done. Hire, hire Ronald, right? But, but that's not enough. So I will say for, so how long have you been participating in the mastermind? This is my first round. First round. I love it. Hopefully not your last, but I will say, I would love to know for you being a first time participant of the six figure CEO mastermind, what has been a mindset shift for you that has allowed for the biggest growth in your business? The mind shift change that happened with me for the biggest shift was I actually stepped into the role of CEO of my business. And I mean, I was at the point where I knew I needed a business coach. So I came to Rita. Aww. So <laughs> everybody, let's talk about that for a minute because it sounds great, right? But I know that people have heard this out in the internet world, especially be the CEO, step into the shoes of the CEO, rock your CEO world, like be CEO. Like, but people are like, well, what in the world does that really mean? Because I'm also the service provider, right? So I have to show up and serve my clients. And like, what does it mean to be the CEO? I've even had people say, well, Rita, I sat down and I was like, I need to be the CEO, but I didn't know what to do. So like for you in a tangible way, and maybe something that the listeners could implement, what does that mean in a tangible way to be the CEO of your business? What's something that somebody listening could just go do to allow them to start seeing what that means? Well, definitely look at your tasks and see what those little, those day-to-day tasks that you can delegate to people who have the skill more than you do that will take half the time or even a third of the time to get that test done so you can go work on your business. Yeah, no, I I think it's from Rachel Cook. She's also a business strategist. She has this exercise where she has her clients take tasks. I mean, I would do this too, but she came up with it first. So, you know, I like all spare and love and war. This is her idea, but I love it. And so I'm sharing it. And I think she is also a great, a great business coach. Um, she has her clients list their tasks and separate them into columns. What's a $10 task? What's like a $1,000 task? And what's like a 10,000, right? Like, how much are you paying? Like you're a CEO. So every task that you do is a $10,000 task. So if you, cause that's what you pay, right? $10,000 for the time. I mean, I don't know if this is exactly her formula, but it's something for similar to this. Meaning if you were to write down everything you do, you're paying yourself $10,000 an hour for that or whatever. So does it make sense? Or would you move certain things to the $10 an hour category? Would you move certain things to like that? And she has a bigger process for how you figure that out and do that. But like suddenly, right? formatting a newsletter is like, maybe that's not something that I need to do as a CEO. So I love that idea of like looking at your time, seeing where it's being spent and saying, if I was getting paid the big time salary that these companies pay CEOs, would they be paying me to do this or would somebody else be doing it? I love it. That's a great tip. Thank you so much, Ronalyn. Thank you for being here. And I am really excited watching you having stepped into this role to see everything that's going to come your way in 2021.
Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Lorena. I am so glad that you are here today with me to share this. So before we hop into it, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what your business is about, and what you do? Sure. So my name is Lorena Diaz, and uh, my business name is uh, The Product Marketing Coach. And what I do is I help businesses to successfully launch uh, products uh, and uh, develop content strategy as well as develop competitor analysis um, and really understand the voice of the customer. Cool. I think that's so important. I think that um, there really is a lot out there for people who launch products, but I don't think it's easily findable. And sometimes people get an idea, whether that's a tangible in your hand project or a digital project or whatever it is, come up with this idea and they just jump into it, create it. And then they're like, why is nobody buying it? Right. So having that launch strategy. Sometimes right. before you ever even finish with the product. And really having a foundation for that, right? So having a marketing plan, um, understanding who your target market is, and really understanding uh, your competitors and what other um, you know products are out there so that you can position your product and develop a really compelling value proposition um, so that you can go out there and get more customers. Yeah, get more money. All right, so let's talk about your success in 2020. Um, what I would love for you to share with everybody is a mind, because you know me, I'm a big one in that you could ask somebody how they did something but that doesn't really matter because that may or may not be the right way for you to do something. But when you find out the mindset behind the thing, the mindsets that people had that allowed them to achieve the thing, that's easily transferable to other people and something many people can replicate. So I'm curious, what was a mindset shift that you had this year that really allowed you to step into success? Right. So for me, it's been abundance and really uh, shifting my mindset to um, focusing on abundance. And um, that's helped me really position my own uh, services and what I do into an abundant um, mindset and and really being able to, um, you know, attract even more profitable customers for me, which has been a really, it's been a really great journey, to be honest with you. I'm a big one on mindset. So why don't you explain to people though, what you mean by stepping into an abundance mindset? Because I know people are like, well, abundance, but what does that mean that you, you just became abundant in your business or you, you thought abundantly in your business? So what did that look like for you? So for me, um, it really looked like, you know, doing a lot of journaling and really stepping into understanding the value that I provide for people and really being able to, you know, attract the kind of clients that I really wanted and not being, you know, scared of, of not being able to provide value. Yeah. Um, And I I think also, right. And I'll kind of insert because I'm from the outside looking in at you as we've been working together, right. In the, in the mastermind group, which by the way, how long have you been a member of the mastermind group? I've been asking everybody that I forgot to ask you, this is your first round, right? Yes, it is. Yep. So I, uh, as I've been watching you, right. The, the way I've seen you step into abundance has really been not to be worried if you're going to lose a client or not. Yes. Like you really embrace the idea that there are plenty of people out there. They are like more than I can handle, more than my business can handle. And if one person says, no, it's just not the right fit. The right one is on its way. Right. So 
What yeah. has allowed you to, to do, how has that changed your energy, let's say in sales calls, right? Or on sales calls? How is that? Changed? Sure. So, so for me, it's really been about, um, like you're saying is not just somebody saying no, but me actually saying, no, this isn't the right client for me. Oh, and so understanding that, um, you know, I, there are plenty of clients that are going to be ideal for me and understanding that, um, you know, I'm not going after, you know, the money necessarily. I'm going after quality. Oh, um, so good. I, lo- I love that. that. I love the, um, I love the focus on, I can say no to a wrong fit client and that's fine, right? Like, the, yes. um, if I serve, if I focus on really being able to help people and help people that yes. right fit for me, everything will fall into place. So yeah, because at the end of the day, um, and I think we've had this conversation before, if, if it's not a good fit, it's just the the end product is not going to be what I want it to be and what the client wants it to be. And for me, that's really important, right? Is having a a very high quality product and being able to deliver on uh, my brand promise. No, that's it, right? Like if you're not do, if you're not happy with the client or the work that you're doing, you're not going to do, that'll be reflected in the end product. And that's not doing you or that person, um, any kind of service. Right. So, and and that's part of the abundance uh, mindset, right? I love it. Understanding that, that, you know, just because, you know, somebody comes to you, um, it may not be a good fit. And um, just being open to the idea that, you know, there are enough clients out there that are going to be a good fit for what I offer um, has been very important for me. Now, if there's somebody out there listening, who's like, well, I want to feel like that, like, but I'm still feeling worried or scared that the money's not going to come or I won't get another client. What is something that they can do to help them exercise that muscle or to really embrace that abundance mindset? That's, um, that's a great question. I think it's just, um, focusing on your, what your core is really. And, and knowing that as long as you're consistently projecting that, um, uh, that, that it'll, it, it will, um, attract and by, and by consistently projecting it is, I mean, really communicating Journ- like that. journaling around it, yes, or- journaling okay. around it, focusing your energy around that. Cause I think energy work is really important and not, uh, worrying and, and doing things that are, I don't know how else to say it, but you know, don't get desperate, you know, no. don't go, don't, don't, um, you know, let that anxiety get to you and focusing on what you do have and, and the gratitude as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So journaling around it, gratitude, when you start feeling anxious, like have someone to talk to or right. to, to get that anxiety out so you can move past it and take action. Yeah. And I, and I think to be honest with you, I think, um, you know, you as a coach have helped has you've helped me really see where I may have blind spots around um, that mentality. And I think that having somebody else to, um, to get feedback to you is really important. I'm glad I've been able to help you. Yes. No, because sometimes you don't realize that you're having those, those, you know, that mentality. Um, and so you do need, um, somebody to give you feedback and and see those blind spots, like I'm saying. So, yeah. 
Well, I appreciate you so much. I have loved having you in this round. I know we're still going for a while, but hopefully you're going to be back in the second round. And some of these people who are listening, who may be joining the Six Figure CEO Mastermind will get a chance to work alongside you. But guys, in the meantime, if you do want to um, talk to Lorena about anything that she said today or check out her business, you just need to look in the show notes. She'll find all the ways that you can reach her. And Lorena, I hope you have a very happy new year and I'll see you in 2021. Thank you. You too. Care. <laughs> okay. I am telling you, aren't these women incredible? I mean, all of the mindsets that they shared, I think, I mean, I'm not going to repeat everything they said. You guys have, I hope, pages of notes or you're going to go back and listen to this episode over and over again when you are somewhere where you can take notes. But I think you can see one common thing. Mindset is really, truly everything. Every action stems from your thoughts, right? I mean, you hear that all the time. Thoughts become things. But the reason they become things is because the way you believe things to be true dictates your feelings and how you're feeling will create the actions that you take or choose not to take, which bring about your results. So I want to end this episode by sharing with you three thoughts, three mindsets that if you embrace these mindsets and step into them, practice them and have them become your new autopilot, I really believe it can change everything for you. I know that because it's changed everything for so many of my clients, for myself, and the same will be true for you. So what are they? Number one, embody the mindset that everything makes you more. Everything is putting you where you need to be. Another way that you may have heard me say this is life rewards action, life rewards any action, and you're always getting placed where you need to be. So if you take an action, wherever you end up as a result of that action is exactly where you need to be to receive, to receive wonderful things. If you can embody that, that what you would normally quote unquote deem negative or a setback, or a road bump, or whatever you want to call it, speed bump, or obstacle, right? Whatever it is you want to call it. If you can truly start stepping into the feeling that it's putting you right where you need to be, that it's making you more, not less, that everything that happens to you is making you more, making you more dot, 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 fill in the blank with whatever word you want, it can be life-changing. Now, I want to put a caveat. I do not mean let your feelings go. Positive thinking, I think so many people get positive thinking wrong. Positive thinking isn't feeling happy all the time. It's not feeling that Pollyanna joyousness or happiness all of the time. You can feel sad and still be in gratitude. You can feel angry and still feel like this is putting me where I need to be. So I'm not saying ignore your emotions. Quite the opposite. Feel them through fully. Acknowledge them. Appreciate them. But you're still able to say, but this is where I need to be to get more. This just added to me. It did not detract. This thing was not a liability. It was an asset in some way, but I have to find out how. I have to do the work to find out how. But you're not going to look for the how if you don't first have that mindset. So number one, everything is making you more. Everything. Now, the second mindset is around attachment. You need to be certain in your success because if you don't believe that it's going to happen, 
it won't happen. If you have any kind of doubt or hesitation that the result that you want could actually happen, I guarantee that that is exactly the result that you will create in your life or your business. So you need to be certain that it will happen, but then you need to detach from how it happens. So here's an example I give frequently. I always say I'm going to be a seven-figure business owner, and I'm getting there, right? I'm like, oh, not halfway there, but getting there, close to halfway there. And so I'm going to be a seven-figure business owner. Now, I don't know when that's going to happen, And I don't know how it's going to happen, but I am 100% certain that it is going to happen. Now, I have a strategy for growing my business. Could my seven figures come from the things that I do in this strategy? Sure. Most likely, that's how I'm going to build my seven-figure business. But does the seven-figure success have to come from those things? Absolutely not. Could I go outside and meet someone who says, you know what, Rita, I just really want to give seven figures to you for your business? Absolutely. (laughs) And I am totally here for that if that happens, right? If I'm too attached to the plan, if I'm too attached to how something's going to happen, then I'm already looking for signs that it won't. Because if my belief is, I don't know that it will happen. I need evidence that it's going to happen. I need to see proof that the strategy and the steps that I'm taking is creating the result that I want, right? The reason that I'm looking for proof and evidence that it's working is because I don't actually believe it will. If I really believed that it would work, I would not need to see evidence. I would not need to see evidence that it was working. Instead, I could, let's say the strategy is posting to social media. Right. The reason that you start looking for proof, for engagement, for comments, for likes or for more follows is you want proof and evidence that what you're doing on social media is working because you don't actually believe it will. So you need the evidence to say, keep going. This is going to work. Whereas if you really just truly believe that whatever that is, six figures, seven figures, whatever it is you're wanting in your business is going to come to you. Could it come from the social media strategy that you're employing? Sure. Could it also come from another way? Absolutely. But is it definitely coming? 100%. Then you could just implement the strategy because that's what someone who gets six figures or seven figures would do, but not worry about the results. Detach from the results. You won't care if someone isn't, I'm not saying you won't care at all, but just it's not going to impact you the same way if someone's not commenting right away or if it looks like no one's engaging because you're 100% certain that the results are coming and it could come in any kind of way. Your only job is to fully implement the strategy. And because you're not looking for evidence that it's working, you're going to be able to show up for that strategy consistently. So in addition to knowing that everything makes you more, the second mindset is to really start feeling the certainty of your success, that that is inevitable and it is going to happen but it may not happen the way that you think it's going to happen. And that's okay. So if you're not seeing evidence in a strategy or an action that you're taking that it's working, it doesn't mean it's not working. And instead of bailing on the strategy, show up as a person who gets that success. And that person would implement a strategy all the way through. So there's a little more around that. And if you have questions around that, feel free to eat email me and ask. I love to to chat that through in a real tangible way. But then the third and final piece, the third and final mindset shift is to trust. Trust yourself. But what I mean is trust yourself on two different levels. Trust yourself to take the actions you need to take. 
Trust yourself to show up, for example, as that person that consistently implements that strategy no matter what results you're seeing. So that's just an example. But trust yourself to take whatever actions are required. But the second level of trust really is more important, which is to trust yourself to navigate whatever happens as a result of taking those actions. So whatever the action is, that's great. Trust yourself to show up and take that action. But more importantly, trust yourself to navigate whatever results from taking that action. Quote unquote good, quote unquote bad, whatever the result is, trust yourself to be able to navigate that result to your favor, to your success, to your ultimate success. If you can tap into that trust, you can easily see how any action you take won't, it, it's not a huge impact to you because one, wherever you land, it's gonna make you more. If it's not the uh, number two, right, the mindset number two, if where you land is not where you thought, that's okay because the success is still coming. And number three, no matter where you land, you can figure it out. You can navigate around it. So it's easier to take action and to take more action and, and bolder action and more consistent action when you have all three of these mindsets working together. So some tangible ways that you can do this, obviously, it's around journaling. It's around number one, Journaling, what allows you to trust yourself? Where are times that you took an action and it didn't go the way you thought, but you got through it, you worked it out. So maybe it was a breakup, but you healed and you found love, or maybe it was a lost job, but you found a better job, or maybe it was a difficult conversation. Maybe it was the loss of a friendship, or maybe it was working through something and making your friendship stronger. Either way, really write down all of the times that you encountered a result that you weren't anticipating, but you navigated it and you navigated it in a way that led to your ultimate success. Then also take some time journaling around everything that's happened in your life that made you more. So identify the things that you think were negative, that were bumps in the road, that were obstacles, that weren't great, that maybe hurt you or set you back, and then find the way that that made you more, that that made you more dot, 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 however you're going to fill that, that out. Just write it down. You'll find a way for almost every single thing, how it made you more, more thoughtful, more present, more loving, more more what out. Again, I'm not going to fill the word in for you. I want you to do that. And then the other one is really more action. It is mindset around, I'm certain that the success is going to come because I've decided my success is going to come. So just say that all the time. I decided my success is inevitable. I decided my success is inevitable. But then this is an action-oriented way of stepping into this mindset. Pick a strategy and see it through no matter what. No matter if people engage on your social media posts. No matter if people are registering for your webinar, still show up and lead the webinar. No matter if people hop on your Facebook Live, still do your Facebook Live fully. Whatever it is, take the action and see it through. And don't make assumptions that it's not working just because you didn't see quote-unquote evidence that it would. I promise if you can practice throughout the beginning or all of 2021, these mindsets over and over, and it is a practice, it 
can change your life. Combine that with what you heard from the incredible members of the Six Figure CEO Mastermind, and you have got some really good mindsets to embody that will lead to success in your business and in your life, whatever that looks like for you in 2021. And that is when I'll be talking to you again, everybody, in 2021. I am so excited for everything that is coming to the Rita Mimi Do It Show. You are not going to want to miss it. We have interviews. We have Break It Down episodes. We have life coaching. There is so much goodness, contests, giveaways, so many incredible things happening here. I can't wait to see you on the other side of this New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's, everybody. I'll see you in 2021. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, Every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.